You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 310. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. podcast. We got some great information to tell you about today, but I did want to bring up one thing because I've had a lot of people asking me, what if you missed out on the summer six pack? Because the summer six pack two week challenge has already happened. It was absolutely fabulous. And I'm so glad that so many clients not only got an incredible workout for their core for two weeks, but they also felt like the nutritional challenges made a real difference in getting their diet back on track. So if you missed out on the actual live challenge that we did with the group, not to worry, you can still purchase the summer six pack and do it on your own at any time. It includes a daily email that tells you exactly what to do, just like the team just had. It's also gonna include all those nutritional challenges that you can track and keep yourself accountable on. So definitely check it out. Just go to earnthatbody.com, go to my programs tab on top, scroll down until you find the summer six pack. All right, team, so what are we gonna talk about today? Well, a good topic, I'm always a big fan of the fruit and veggies, which we've talked about so much before, but a really good question that comes up quite often is which one is best for you? Fresh fruit and vegetables, canned, or frozen? I did a little bit of research and I thought that you should know which ones are best, so we're gonna talk about all of that after this. Now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Kim Eagle directly, because sometimes Eagle Eye on Health is inspiration. So I just wanted to talk really quickly about weekend eating because I do see it sabotaging so many clients, fantastic results that they're getting. And let's face it, it's not just my clients, it's all of us. Weekends are so, so tough. So what can you do to still enjoy your weekend, but also not sabotage yourself at the same time? Well, I think the best thing you can do is this. This first weekend coming up, use it as what I say a first weekend, go ahead and write down like what exactly your pitfalls are. So if you're like, well, I had a lot of drinks on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or I went out eight times because I went out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and coffees two of the days, um, you know, something like that. What do you see as your pitfalls? Go ahead and write them down. Go enjoy your weekend. Write down all the things that you know in your heart had an impact on the scale on Monday. And then once you get that sheet written out with your pitfalls, what if you just fixed one of those things the following weekend? So instead of saying, oh, I can't drink alcohol, what if you said, okay, I'm not gonna drink on Friday, I'm gonna wait till Saturday and Sunday. Now, of course, please drink in moderation on Saturday and Sunday. If you're still drinking the same amount of drinks because you're just gonna drink what you didn't drink on Friday, on Saturday and Sunday, obviously you're not gonna change much, right? But maybe you can just make that one shift. Maybe you can also shift, okay, I'm not gonna go out to eat on Friday night. I know I always do, but I'm going out Saturday and Sunday, so I'm gonna take one day off of eating out on the weekend. Sometimes you can switch just one thing 
to be healthier and not see it as a complete sabotage. I don't think it's realistic to think that you're gonna eat perfectly healthy all weekend long and be happy. (laughs) At least not for me, like I know my weekends is when I really lighten up, I eat really healthy Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends I relax. I don't sabotage myself, but I'll eat what I would like to eat. So I just wanna give you that tip right now that if you feel like your weekends are definitely sabotaging you, instead of trying to fear the weekend, what if you just shifted one thing at a time. And like I said, it might be not going out to eat or not drinking too much alcohol or maybe not having so many sweets on one of the days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because let's face it, most people consider Friday, Saturday, Sunday the weekend, not just Saturday, Sunday. That is three of seven days of the week, which is actually almost, you know, half of the week. So give that a try. Don't make it so extreme that you're gonna be miserable, but see if you can just cut back on one thing on a weekend to help you so that you can still reach your weight loss goals. All right, what are we talking about today? My favorite topic, of course, which is fresh vegetables. Well, that's the thing we're gonna find out. Should you have fresh vegetables? Or should you have frozen? Or should you have canned? Or does it even matter? Lots of information today coming from US News, also coming to you from Cleveland Clinic. And what everybody is saying is this. Well, first of all, I do want you to understand that there's lots of trends out there in the diet world, right? But eating plants, and things that come from the ground and things that grow from the ground, that is never going to be a trend. Eating your fruits and vegetables, making your fruit and vegetables the most significant part of your plate is always going to be a lifestyle that's going to benefit your health. And to go on top of that team, I'm gonna tell you this, when you go to the supermarket, you should make sure that your cart is more than half full with your fruits and vegetables versus anything else. So when I go to the market, the first place I go is to fruit and vegetables. And I stock up my fridge completely with all the fruits and all the vegetables that I can eat during the week. And it does tend to be the majority of the foods in my basket or in my cart. So if it's gonna be what's mostly taking up your entire plate, then it probably also has to be mostly what's taking up your cart at the grocery store so that you have all of those things ready to go, right? Now, a lot of people like fresh vegetables and fresh fruit because I don't know about you, they're beautiful. Like you go into the produce section and you see all these different colors, all these different shapes, all these different sizes. And then not to mention that all the fruits and vegetables have so many health benefits to the body. We talk about it all the time, so I'm not gonna go into that right now, but I am going to tell you lots of vitamins, lots of fiber, and let's face it, most people are lacking in their fiber. So you wanna get the fruit and vegetable in to get that fiber. And if you go through the produce section, please just start opening your eyes to the most colorful, most incredible section of the market. (laughs) You're not gonna walk through the inner aisles looking at box and bag and box and bag of items and think, oh, look how beautiful and nutritious these are for my body. 
That's not where the nutrition tends to be. So the first thing I really want you to do is just when you are shopping in the market and you're filling up that cart almost full, right? With all your fresh fruits and veggies, you're just also going to take in some appreciation for what you're purchasing and why you're purchasing it to benefit your body. Now there are countless reasons why you should be eating more fruits and vegetables. And I, again, I don't wanna go into detail, but it does reduce the risk of disease. We get that increase in fiber. We get essential nutrients that so many Americans are lacking. Um, And what else can I tell you other than it's going to make you feel full and isn't that good because so many of you are always saying that you're starving all the time and that's why you can't lose weight so fruits and vegetables are also going to make you feel full because of that fiber did you know that 81 percent of americans are not getting enough fruit in their diet and 90 percent i can't even believe that number 90 percent are not getting enough vegetables according to the u.s department of agriculture 80 and 90% people, that is totally unacceptable. And another thing is, if you're not eating it and you're a parent, then my guess is your kids aren't eating it too. And they 100% deserve to have fruit and vegetables in their diet and need to have fruit and vegetables in their diet. Now, you would think, and you probably ask yourself, and you probably tell yourself, is fresh produce healthier? Well, whether fresh, frozen, or canned, the produce that you pick will provide nutritional benefits no matter how you buy them, as long as you do one thing, as long as you actually eat them, (laughs) right? So if buying frozen means you're more likely gonna eat that broccoli, then I'm gonna tell you right now, go for it. What's key is being able to have the fruits and vegetables at your fingertips for any meal or for any snack without having to go to the supermarket. When it comes to picking produce, it's often assumed that fresh is going to be the best, but I'm gonna tell you something, everyone, that is not always the case. Surveys have shown that when it comes to the main drivers for why we choose the foods we eat, taste, is the number one reason, followed by convenience, then health value, and then cost. And with the rising food costs right now, which I have to tell you, the cost of food, the cost of everything right now is absolutely crazy to me, but the cost of food, even cost of fruit and vegetables, has gotten so, so high that for many people, keeping grocery expenses down is key And so people are not buying as many fruits and vegetables as they probably should. And then add organic on top of it, which costs even more, people are sort of staying away from it. You cannot do that. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll be very firm with you. It is worth giving up your Starbucks altogether so that you can afford to have fresh fruit and vegetables than not eating them because of costs, okay? So keeping those demands in mind, There are times when fresh fruit and vegetables may not work for you, depending upon storage at home, your budget, how close you are to get to the store all the time to keep things fresh, your schedule, even some people's taste preferences, all right? Produce for better health foundation data 
told us that consumers who have all forms of fruits and vegetables available in their homes also have the highest produce consumption overall. So when I say all forms, I'm saying canned, fresh, and frozen. When they had all those forms available to them, they were the ones who had the highest consumption overall. But since not all produce is alike, I do wanna take a closer look at the different ways you can pick produce so that you can get what your body needs and even what your taste buds needs. Because I don't know about you, but nothing bothers me more than spending all this money on organic fruit and vegetables and then going home and tasting it and it literally tastes terrible. Have you ever cut into an apple, or I should say bit into an apple, when it's all like mealy and grainy? I hate that, it's such a bummer. And of course, I don't have time to return my half-eaten apple. Um, so yeah, you, we, we've gotta take a look at all things from all standpoints. Now, from a nutritional standpoint, sometimes frozen fruit and vegetables is better, and this is why. Because it's picked at its peak of ripeness, in contrast to when fresh produce is going to be picked. So when fresh produce is picked, it is also then going to be traveled many, many miles to get to your store. And some valuable nutrients, especially lycopene and canned tomatoes, are even better absorbed when they're canned um, and that cooked version versus fresh. So sometimes, the canned version is going to be a better option. Sometimes the frozen version is going to be the better option. So you have to think of that and don't always worry that if it's not fresh, that it's actually not as good for you and then you just shouldn't buy it at all. There's actually a lot of pros and cons for fresh, frozen, and canned. And so I wanna to talk to you about those. But at the end of the day, I just want you to keep remembering any of them is better than none of them, okay? Now, let's talk a little bit about the pros of eating fresh produce. Well, for one, it comes in all varieties, right? <laughs> You're probably gonna find a lot more varieties in the fresh section than you are canned and frozen. Also, typically, fresh fruit and vegetables, they are nutrient-rich in their natural state because they're not processed at all. They have no additives, they have no preservatives, they have no added sugars, sodium, or fat. Well, that's a real treat because your fruit and vegetables should not have those things, right? And also, typically, although we live in a time where this has definitely changed, but eating fresh can promote eating in the season. Now, why that's not typically true anymore is because we live in a time where we can get almost all fruits and vegetables at the market, they're just gonna ship them in from anywhere possible. And that means it's come and traveled for a very long period of time. So I might live in Pennsylvania, but be able to get some kind of fruit or vegetable that is only in season in Mexico right now, but then it travels all the way here on a truck to get to me. And in that travel time, you're actually going to lose a lot of nutrients and flavor. So although fresh does promote eating in the season, we do live in a time where that's sort of not the case. 
What I would like you to do if eating in the season is important to you, it's important to me, just so you know, because again, like I said, there's gonna be more nutrients in the food that you eat that grows closer to you, not from other countries. So what you'd wanna do is go to a farmer's market because the farmer's market is typically from a farm local in your area. And so you're only going to get what is in season. It is probably some of the most nutritious fruit and vegetables you can buy from a farmer's market because it is potentially picked that day, that morning, or maybe the day before, and that is the most nutrition that it's going to have. So I'm a huge fan of the farmer's market Luckily for me, I just moved to an incredible place that has a farmer's market every weekend, like on every corner, so I'm super blessed, but it is something you might wanna look into for yourself. Now, another reason to eat fresh produce is that it's easier to purchase locally grown produce, ensuring minimal transport time, better taste, higher quality, and the benefit of supporting those local farmers. I just said that already, but it was another pro that I had to throw in there, right? It is so great to support your local farmers. Do it, please, because farming is a job that is super hard, not uh, very lucrative, sadly, and these are the people growing the food for us and our families. So I think it's better to support the local farmer than a lot of the food industries out there today. Because if you can support the local farmer, it's going to give you less transport time for the produce, better taste, higher quality food, more nutrition, and you're doing the good of helping farmers. So those are all the pros. Those are reasons you would want to eat fresh, right? Why wouldn't you wanna eat fresh? Well, it obviously is gonna have a much shorter shelf life than something that is dried frozen or canned. We all know we put it in the fridge and you open up the bag and it's already gone bad, right? How many times has that happened? You do have to eat the fresh stuff fairly quickly. It's not going to last forever. And then it might have lower nutrient value depending on how long it's been stored or how far, as I said, it's been shipped. So just because it's fresh, if it was shipped from another country, it's already losing a lot of nutrient value. Now, what about the frozen stuff? Let's talk a little bit about frozen produce. Well, frozen foods are picked and frozen at the peak of ripeness, and that benefit will enhance flavor and nutrient value. That is fantastic, team. It's also very easy to store, so you can stock up, and again, if you've got it in your fridge, you're more likely to eat it. It may be less expensive than some of your other options for produce, and it's going to have a very long shelf life sitting in that freezer. Now, what are a couple reasons you would not wanna buy frozen? Well, some frozen foods are packed with some additives. Sometimes they add additional salt. Sometimes they add sugar, sometimes they add fat, sometimes they add sauces. So whenever you pick up a bag of frozen anything, you should read the label. You should look at the ingredients. So often people will send me a picture of the nutrition of a food item that they want me 
to tell them if it's healthy. So they're sending me like how many grams of sugar it has, how many calories it has, da, da, da. Like that does tell me something, but what tells me more are the ingredients. I almost always email back, please don't send me the nutrition, please send me the ingredients. So even in something like frozen vegetables, you should check the label because it might have some added salt, sugar, fat, um, sauces as well, obviously that one you'd probably know right off the bat, but check the label and make sure nothing is added because that's not how you wanna eat your fruits and vegetables. And then the other con of eating frozen is that often the texture is just not quite the same. It's not gonna have that same crispness of fresh. And so if, um, if that's not as palatable for you, like some people are super sensitive about um, the crunchiness or if it's too soggy or soft, if it's not gonna work for you, then you're not gonna eat it, so then I don't want you to buy frozen. And then we have canned. So what are the pros of buying canned produce? Well, as we know, it's easy to store. So again, very easy to stock up on. I don't know about you, but I definitely stocked up on canned and frozen during the COVID times when we were all panicked that the markets wouldn't have what we needed. Also for canned, it may be less expensive than some of the other forms of produce, has that very long shelf life, some canned foods offer greater health benefits. Like, as I said previously, the lycopene in canned tomatoes is really great for you. And then fiber may be easier to digest in a canned item versus fresh, which is really interesting. But I do know a lot of people who have trouble digesting fresh vegetables. And so canned is a great option. You don't wanna just not eat vegetables because you have trouble digesting fresh ones, but you might have to switch over to a canned option. Now, what are some of the cons of eating canned produce? Well, definitely with canned, you're probably looking at a lot of added sodium. Almost everything in a can is very, very high in sodium. I buy almost nothing in a can uh, because I'm very sodium conscious. Also, it could be packed with a ton of sugar. So sugar and sodium is definitely something added in cans. Another thing is that some cans may contain BPA, and studies have linked BPA to infertility, heart disease, diabetes. Now luckily, a lot of companies today will make cans that are BPA free, but it's gonna have to say that on the can. So if you are buying something canned, always make sure you buy one that says BPA free because we definitely don't need more chemicals seeping into our foods. Now another con is that the texture will generally be a lot softer than when you buy it fresh. The color may not be the same as well as when you buy it fresh. And you need to watch out for any dents or pockets of air in the cans because that can often indicate a harmful bacteria growth. So never pick up a can that's dented. Well, you can pick it up, but don't put it in your, don't put it in your uh, basket. Um, you want a can that's not dented at all. So there are some of the different reasons that you might buy or not buy fresh, frozen, canned. Now, what about dried? Because there is also the option to get a lot of things dried these days. Typically, you're gonna see more fruit dried than vegetables dried. Now, a pro 
of having dried vegetables is that it's very portable. Uh, you don't have to refrigerate it, so it's nice to have it as a snack. It may be rich in a lot of nutrients. It might still have a lot of iron and a lot of fiber, so that's still gonna be really great. Some have really concentrated tastes, um, so like super strong flavor. Uh, again, it's usually because these are your fruits, they're gonna be a lot sweeter. And they're often very light, like they're very they're freeze-dried, a lot of them. And so they're super light, which is convenient when you're packing snacks and you don't need like a bunch of heavy apples and heavy bananas or something like that in your bag. Now, some of the cons in getting a dried item, fruit or vegetable, would be that although concentrated in nutrients, they tend to be really high in calories. Again, I find that it's because it's usually fruit. And so what happens when we dry fruit? Now, I actually love to dry my own apples. So I'll buy organic apples, I slice them super thin, I have one of those dehydrators, and it is delicious. You wanna know what the problem is? You could eat a zillion of them because they're so sweet and they have a little crunch. I'm like literally salivating right now when I think of it but you can eat so many of them and it's super, super high in calories. Well, the same thing for almost all dried fruits is they're so light and they're sort of smaller because they're all dried up that you start popping a ton of those and the calorie consumption can be quite high. So you definitely wanna be really careful of that. For fruits that are naturally tart, like your cranberries, they usually add sugar. I once tried to find cranberries, dried cranberries for a recipe I was making and I could not even find dried cranberries that did not have added sugar in the package. I find that very disappointing. Please give me the option of people who want the added sugar and people who don't want the added sugar. So very hard to find some of these dried items without sugar added. And then you should know that sulfites are often added to dried fruit because it helps preserve them, creating risks for those with sulfite sensitivities. So if you have any kind of sulfite sensitivities, then dried fruit's probably not going to be a great option for you. Some people get really bloated if you don't even know if you're sensitive. Um, some people get very bloated from, drink, from drinking, from eating dried uh, fruit typically. And so if that's you, if you get really bloated and gassy, it could potentially be from the sulfites. So dried to me is something you definitely want to limit. Again, very few dried vegetables out there. Like I will see kale chips um, out there and I'm trying to think what else. Like yes, sometimes they do have other dried things, but not Again, like kale chips even, loaded in sodium, and they usually have all these different like things that they add to make it taste better. So I don't consider that like just a plain vegetable. So if you are looking at some of the greens that are dried, just make sure they're not loaded in oils, fats, and sugar, and sodium, because it's not gonna be the same as getting it canned or frozen or fresh by any means. Now, overall, pretty much, Everything I read, all of the details that I looked up on this topic said that quite honestly, frozen is probably the most nutritious way to get your produce because again, 
it is taken off at its peak ripeness and that's when it has its peak nutrient level. I would say the only other way that it'll have that much is when you pick it out of your garden and eat it fresh right away, which is a blessing, which is why I garden because I am so passionate about eating real food and the healthiest way possible. So unless you're taking it off your garden, unless you're going to that farmer's market and getting it as fresh as you possibly can, then you might be just fine with frozen because it might actually have a lot more nutrients than some of the fresh options at the market. Because again, that time that it takes, from the time they take it from a farm, put it on a truck, get it through all this and that. Can you imagine? I don't even know what the situation is. Went from the farm to the actual market, what happens in between? That's a lot of time between when you're gonna actually eat it. And so a lot will change from then. Another thing to note is that even your organic produce is going to be sprayed with something. I'm super anti-spray anything. I buy only organic, but I am completely aware that even my organic produce that I purchase at the market is sprayed. It's sprayed with something organic. It's sprayed with something that's been approved for organic, but it is still sprayed with something. Again, another reason that I grow my own food, I don't want anything sprayed on my food. I wanna eat my food in the most natural way possible. I know that they have to spray organic because it is so super hard to keep the bugs off your food. And just think like organic produce, like that is their job, that is their living, that is their income. They gotta keep the bugs off somehow so they can sell it and have it look somewhat decent, right? In my personal garden, I don't have to spray it. It doesn't have to look a certain way. I can go out into the garden every day to pick the bugs off. I can encourage the beneficial insects to come in and eat the bad insects. That is the way that nature works. And so I would say the best thing you could ever do is actually start a garden <laughs> and grow your own food. I'm so super passionate about that. I wasn't even talking about this today, but I'm so super passionate about helping others start gardens that I am going to be starting some garden courses online. If you're interested at all in learning how to grow some of your own foods at the most basic level, I could give you just a terracotta pot that we could start a salad garden in for you. Just go to garden healthy.com that's the number two garden number two healthy.com and go ahead and sign up for the newsletter because i'm hoping in the next month that i can finally start working on that business to reach out to people um, and help people in all ways start growing their own food because that's the most nutritious thing that you could possibly do is pick the tomato pick the greens for your salad right out of the garden the day that you eat it now, what is the bottom line? The bottom line is that you need to be eating fruits and vegetables. So if buying canned is your option, and that is the way you're gonna eat it because you're not gonna be throwing out the fresh stuff all the time, then do it, that's fine. The bottom line is that if buying frozen bags of broccoli and asparagus works for you, and that's the way you're gonna eat it, do it. 
If buying fresh works for you and you love it like I do, and you can get it from the farmer's market especially or your own garden, that is a fantastic option, do it. Maybe having a little bit of all those things in your house so that you just never are without produce, that's probably the best thing you can do because you want to have some kind of vegetable with every single meal in your day. And you're only gonna be able to do that if you have it locked and loaded in your refrigerator or in on your counter, wherever you're going to be housing your fruit and vegetables, you gotta have it in order to eat it. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter team, fresh, frozen, or canned. You learned now some of the pros and cons to each one of those, but the most important thing is that you are eating your fruit and vegetables. And there you have it. That's everything today in the Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.